All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Prescribing Truth. I'm Jamal Bandy. If this is your first time checking out this um, podcast, please, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe and hit that notification bell to the side so you can be notified when I have new content. If you're listening to this on various podcast apps, including iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and the such, um, leave a review. Just lets me know what you think about the show. I really appreciate it. Um, and you know, subscribe to whatever one you're listening to, yeah? If you'd like to contact me, you can do so by emailing me at prescribed.truth at gmail.com or you can call me at 801-980-6333. Um, yeah, you can do that. You can call me. You know, you ever want to discuss anything, a topic on the show or whatnot, you agree, disagree, you think I'm losing my mind, whatever it is, you're welcome to call me on that number. And um, I've, I've had conversations. People have called me on the number. We've had some great conversations. And some conversations we still disagreed. And, and there were some that came out where we end up, you know, reasoning together. It was pretty, it was pretty good. So I really enjoy that. So please uh, utilize that. Call me. I, you know, I do welcome it. Um, what else? If you'd like to support the show financially, you can do so by partnering me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash prescribe truth for only a dollar. Um, getting ready to start doing, uh, open up a Discord server. And so, um, you know, I've been sitting on it for a while, finally just trying to dot, dove into it and trying to get it set up. And it's, it's tough, but we're setting it up. Uh, I'm having something for the patrons as well as as well as those who subscribe to the channel. So you're welcome to come on Discord. We can discuss the show or just or chop it up and hang out or whatever. Just a way to connect with you guys more and um, to have some meaningful conversations, hopefully encourage one another and, and so on and so forth. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, so be on the lookout for that and, and put it out there. It's coming out soon. All right. Oh man. Um, this week just kind of slowing things down a little bit. Um, and I'm just gonna do a follow up to last week's video. Uh, last week, um, I was under the weather and everything else, so I did like a rec- I just did like a recording and posted that and dealing with Martin Luther. And so, um, by God's grace, feeling a lot better now. And um, we're gonna respond to some comments. Um, over the course of the week, uh, there have been some comments that come up on the channel as well as um, well, not as not a lot, but uh, some pushback on uh, Facebook. So, I'm not gonna show those comments or anything like that. I, I I wasn't prepared to really show them. I used I could you know block out the name and all that kind of good stuff. I ain't feel like doing all that this time. So, I'm just gonna read them to you and um, kind of give like a um, a response, a little follow up to that. Um, into this topic um, It's kind of interesting This topic has shown me What the um, What the temperature Is going to be like going forward um, With these types of topics um, It was one thing um, Criticizing Eric Mason For the woke church Another thing um, Discussing how you know Where my stance was with the Social, just, social justice and the gospel statement uh, when I did the review of the um, 10 reasons why the woke church you know, won't last or won't thrive or succeed. And then um, doing Martin Luther King. It's not, and then going into talking about Martin Luther. So obviously there's a differing of opinion. Um, but he, here in this channel, with this podcast, with this ministry, um, it's centered around truth. I can't stress that enough. It's... it's is I do my best by God's grace to try my to try not to be biased with any of this where to the point where I'm just being unfair with information. And that's why I ask people to give me 
information. If you have links, anything like that, pass it along. Um, also, so that's why I ask for a pushback. I do ask for people to comment, even if you disagree, because I don't claim to have everything. I don't claim to know it all. Um, but one thing that I truly want to stand on with this ministry and this channel is truth. What is the truth? So let's let's backtrack real quick and let's let's give some context again as to the um where we're going with all this. Why I am doing all these videos in the first place. Well, a while back there was a question that come up as into why um at uh, I think last year, beginning of last year, they had an MLK conference. And it was Christians who had an MLK conference and they was referring to Martin Luther King as if he was a Christian, as if he was a believer. Um they got a lot of pushback, got a lot of steam, and that caused a whole lot of issue. Now this is I mean, really when it comes to social justice issues, I mean that's been in, in the works for the years now. But when it came to this subject, what we're doing now, it was dealing with the MLK 50. And so, uh, which is a conference, you can look it up on YouTube and whatnot. So the question was posed as to why do people reject Martin Luther King as being a Christian or far as him being represented in a conference, but we will uh, represent or talk about and engage uh, with works of George Whitfield, Jonathan Edwards, and Martin Luther. And this is a question that even though I got this question on a YouTube comment, um, this is a question that I've heard people ask on social media. I heard people deal with um, outside of that, um, even in my local church. You know, these are conversations that we've had. And so I felt the need that it was important to deal with it. All right. Um, so that, that's where this came out. And I remember asking a question. I don't know if you remember um, in my video, probably about three weeks ago now. Yeah, about three weeks, four weeks ago now. I asked a question. I posed some questions at the end of the video, and I asked, well, I asked for you guys to think of some things. Um, and one of the questions that I asked you guys to think of was when it comes to the subject of slavery, because that's the, that's the whole knock against George Whitfield and Jonathan Edwards, that they own slaves. And so I asked you guys a question, just a question, and it's something to think about. Is it a sin in and of itself to own slaves? And and there's a question to believers, you know, because, you know, you go into the world and it's one thing I understand because when I'm dealing with um, um, when I'm dealing with black folks out there in the streets, in the urban communities, the one thing they bring up, especially atheists and some agnostics, they say, you know, they bring up how the Bible, they say the Bible condones slavery and so on and so forth, which then we have to spend time explaining that away and showing them. No, this, that's not the truth, and, you know, and we you know, walk with them through it. Now, a lot of times they don't want to listen and so on and so forth, and we can't help that. But that's what we do. But still, the question remains, is it a sin in and of itself to own slaves? And so um, when we get into talking about George Whitfield and Jonathan Edwards, that's something we're going to think about. We're going to get, we're really going to think about because, like I said, we're going to center this on what's true, what is true and what's not. You know, and what is right and what's wrong. Not right concerning what makes us emotional, but what's right concerning God. You know, the God's standard of justice, God's standard of righteousness. Um, and that's what we're standing on. And so when it came to Martin Luther King, it wasn't so, like, really, if you watch the videos, like, even though I did talk about him being, uh, pushing for communism, though he did not um, believe in the methods of those who were communists at the time or, or um, before his time, he was pushing for that standard, you know, he was pushing for that outcome. That was the, that was the clear 
thing that I wanted people to see when it came to him in communism. But the key to bringing up Martin Luther King was the fact that the reason why Christians reject him is because he was a false, uh, yeah, a false teacher. And like he like he believed not just some some unhealthy doctrine. He believed in some straight heretical teachings, some heretical doctrines. And he expressed his beliefs in a way where he was fully aware of what he's saying. It wasn't where he didn't know, he was ignorant, or any of that kind of stuff. He was fully aware of the reform view. He was fully aware of the the, uh, the doctrine of Jesus and his um, divinity, his deity. Fully aware of all those things, yet he denied those things. Even when it comes to sin in the world and how sin is dealt with in the world. It wasn't that he was just a synergist where he believed God and man like worked together for salvation. It wasn't that. Like Even synergists... Even the synergists I know, and they probably won't be consistent with this, but they would not say that God works with man to deal with sin in the world. Like, no, they they wouldn't say that. You know, that probably be the end. That probably be the logical conclusion to what they hold to, but that wouldn't be what they would confess. But Martin Luther King said clearly in one of his papers, he said, when it comes to sin in the world, God works with man. Man does his part. He does seventy percent of the work. And God comes in with the rest. And that's what that's what God does. That's his view of God. Even with being familiar with the scriptures. And and that's just the truth, y'all. I don't know, I don't know, you know, where else to go from there. I mean, you and then kind of you lose me right at the point where you say that you don't believe Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary. Like, that's that's you don't that means you only believe he was the son of God. You believe that he was a man like us, which he did believe. That he was just a mere man that became divine or or people saw him as divine because he was that good. That's that's heretical. That's why he's rejected. So nobody so keep in mind when I was doing the videos with Martin Luther King, I kept it fair. People make arguments against Martin Luther King because they, the the um the uh the accusations of him being adulterous and and um and and uh, taking part in orgies and all that kind of stuff like that. I, I didn't go into all that with him. I didn't go into that. I didn't go into the deeds that he may have committed and all that kind of stuff like that. Because as a Christian, if I believe in what the gospel teaches, well, then even if he did commit those horrible acts, there was still room for forgiveness. If he was a believer, even if he even if he had those false teachings and repented, it was signs of it. There's still room of it, room for it. But those teachings that he was teaching or believing in. He was believing those things even later in his life, like years, a couple, few years before he passed. Now, could he have changed? Yes, but I'm not making an argument from silence for anybody. So that was the whole thing with that. It's like, man, like he believed in some false heretical teachings, teachings that would like damn you to hell. Jesus said, unless you believe that I am, you will have no part with me unless you believe that I am. Martin Luther King did not believe that Jesus was or is. He didn't believe that. So that's that. Now, and I laid aside his his uh, personal issues that he had and for a good reason. But given the reason that I held that I didn't cover that with him, it's the same reason why I approached Martin Luther the same way I did. I gave Martin Luther the same benefit. Um, even with dealing with this issue with anti-Semitism, 
And so there was a little pushback, and I'm just going to give a generalized view of this. There was some accusation or some thoughts that I may have been a little one side concerning the two, you know, being willing to be more against Martin Luther King than Martin Luther, um, that I was willing to cover my eyes and on the things that make Martin Luther just as bad as Martin Luther King and so on and so forth. But the information I presented was from both people, from what they, what they wrote themselves. Martin Luther King was from works that he wrote himself. Martin Luther was from a work he, worked, he wrote himself. Now, keep this in mind. The argument that's made with Martin Luther King from people is that, well, he may have said these things, but you don't know if he could have repented. Well, what about Martin Luther? Where's the, where's the standard there? Because if Martin Luther wrote those things and later on in his life concerning burning synagogues and so on and so forth, what about this issue that he changed? Because the thing is, the one thing about the difference between Martin Luther and Martin Luther King Jr. is Martin Luther was a believer. Like, he believed in the essentials. So, even if he had that hard heart towards the Jewish teachings, the Judaism and all that stuff, God could still change his heart before he passed. I mean, I mean, it's more like, it's most likely that that could have happened with him because he truly was a believer. Like, he truly believed in the true faith. Like, he, he had that, you know. Martin Luther King didn't. So, who was, who was going to convict Martin Luther King of his, of his error? Was he born again? Not at the time he was writing those works, he wasn't. Martin Luther, we believe he was we was born again. And I like how one of my brothers, he commented on the, um, I had re-uploaded a, a video, um, a better audio. And he said that, yes, Martin Luther, man, this, like, his heart was like, like bad towards those Jews, man. Like, that's not what Christ had taught us how to deal with false teaching. But God is his judge. You know what I'm saying? So, like, God is going to judge in the end. And I trust God gonna make the right judgment as He always does. So that's you know that's not explaining anything away. That's giving equal scales or me attempting to give equal scales to both people, letting both people plead their case. They're saying they got their own works that they wrote with their own hands, and I'm saying, okay, what did this person say? What did this person say? Why do we hold to this one and don't hold to that one? What's up with them? And we went through that, and I, and I believe I handled that pretty fair, but um. I'm going to read a couple comments, and I'm going to address a couple things, and then, um, and that'll be it for the follow-up. And like I said, this, you know, um, one thing I'm really excited about going forward, having a Discord, is because, like, because, like, subscribers and, and such who, who watch the channel is able to come up, will we'll have access to be able to come through the Discord and, and join in the conversations and stuff like that, that we can have talks. Because, you know, in comments, you know, things can get misconstrued. I mean, you can't read tone and all that kind of stuff like that. You don't know where people are going, where their heart is. You don't know those things, you know. But So I try to give benefit of doubt when it comes to stuff like that. But, you know, some of this stuff is just like, man, like I, I don't understand where this is. You know, especially when it comes to the Martin Luther's situation dealing with anti-Semitism. I'm, I tried my best to make it clear that my whole point in doing the video was to answer the question or to deal with the the accusation of him being racist against Jews. So it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing whether or not he was uh, whether I agree with him or his rhetoric or I agree with what he was saying completely and all that stuff like that. It's like. Do was he truly racist against Jews? That was the question that I was attempting to answer in the videos, and it seemed like most of the pushback was 
man, he said some messed up stuff. And I'm like, yes, he did. Yeah, he did. And, you know, and nowhere in my video was I attempted to justify that. But anyway, let me let me get into the comments. I'm going to read these comments and um, and we'll go from there. All right. And I feel free to comment on this uh, live stream as well. You know, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be here. And even after this live stream is finished, I'm hopefully just to straight up upload it from here. But, you know, you're welcome to email me even after the live stream. I'll be around uh, for a little bit. All right. So. So the, so this is one comment from um, Lord of the Harvest, and this was on the um, one I uploaded with the better quality of the audio. And I'm sorry about that, guys, with the audio not being good on the first upload. Uh, hopefully, this is a lot better now. Hope you can hear me good. Um, but he said that dude didn't love his enemy. His way of converting them, converting them Jews was grimy. Uh, I love the dude language, man. He said God will be his judge. Thanks for the info. And I was like, yeah, I agree. Like, I agree with that. Like, he didn't love his enemy. And see, there's a thing. Like, I didn't read Otto Martin Luther's work. Like, there's works he had in the, in, the, in the early in his life after being converted where he was very loving to the Jews. Very loving. Wanting them to be saved. Just wanting to reach out to them and, you know, be compassionate and all that stuff. But given um, the historical data, and, you know, as I listen to certain podcasts and people talk about this issue, during that time, the Jews, they were like going hard against the Christians, converting some, um, you know, so causing some Christians to go apostate. And also they was really like railing against Christians concerning um, the, the doctrine of the Trinity and, and you know, Jesus being the Messiah and so on and so forth. And, um, and apparently this frustrated Martin Luther. Now, that's not giving an excuse to the rhetoric he gave. That at least gives understanding into what happened. Like, how do you go from loving them and being loving towards them to, live, to later on being really, really hateful towards them? Like, wanting them not to be able to, um, to travel along the roads. Like, they, you know, they can't travel across this bridge and talk about um, burning their houses, and, you know, and not burning their houses, but uh, raising their houses as far as, like, you know, tearing the things up and all that stuff. And um, they can't earn money the way they've been earning money. Um, he said they earned it by usury, which if they were by usury, then it would be like a, a simple thing. But I'm I'm not sure what he meant by that and how they earned it. So I'm just going by what he wrote, what he wrote in the book. But taking their money from them. So like two wrongs will make a right. So if they have money, if they did get money dishonestly. It wouldn't be right for him to take their money from them. That's, that's, that's repaying evil with evil. So that wouldn't be correct. We wouldn't do that. We shouldn't do that as Christians. And so like, so yeah, so. That would have been wrong, burning down the synagogues and houses, like not houses, but synagogues and schools where they worship and all that kind of stuff like that. That was that wouldn't be right. But, you know, he didn't call for them. Like, keep in mind, like all this he said, he never he didn't. Well, he said never. There was somebody who quoted quoted him and said that he did say that he would that he would kill a Jew. But I, I didn't see that quote and I had to look that up. Somebody send that to me. Post that quote in the comments where a link, a link to it. I appreciate that. But from what I had read, he didn't call for killing of them. But I did hear, but I will leave it up in the air because I did hear somebody mention that he did say that in, in that same, maybe in that same book um, or in another work where he did say he would, like he would have killed one, but still dealing with false teaching. And they said it wasn't just like to the Jews he was like this with. He was like this to the Jews, to the Anabaptists, and to the Papists. So it wasn't just like this only, this rhetoric was only given to Jewish people. Like that's being dishonest. Like it wasn't just them. This is how he dealt with people. This is how he felt towards people who taught false teaching. You know what I'm saying? That's just period. And so no, it's not a racist thing. Like he just 
Like, he was just overzealous into a point where it's, like, sinful, you know. And so, but could that, but when Christ, when we say Christ died for sin, it's past, present, and future sin. Do, is, do we really believe that? We don't believe that. You know, as far as, you know, we're talking about, you know, election and so on and so forth, if we hold to those things. And if he, or maybe he wasn't elect, like, could we, do we have enough data to really say that or not? You know, and when it comes to salvation, you know, when it comes to being a Christian, you know, because I'm willing to believe, like, those things that was in his heart, but that doesn't mean that if he's filled the Holy Spirit, that those things could change. You know, it's it's possible. It's more possible for that to happen with him, in which it could be just as possible with Martin Luther King Jr., but for the fact that we know that Martin Luther was a, did hold to essential doctrines, it's possible that the Lord could have dealt with his heart concerning frustrations. And I just know for even my personal self, it's like, man, I... I'm frustrated against false doctrines, not to the point where I want to burn down anybody's school or church, though. But, man, I get frustrated with false teachers all the time. And I have to check my heart. You know, I, you know, I, be, I, just, I feel this bitterness rise up. It's like, man, it's just like, man, I don't want to speak to them. Like, when I see them, I was like, man, I don't even want to say hey to you. You know what I'm saying? And, man, and some people may say, well, they're good. You should say hey to them. Like, no, nah, but like, nah, we should still show love to our enemy. You know? And so it's like, still have to check my heart with those kind of things. And so we still know, even as believers, we still have heart issues. We need the Holy Spirit to deal with us. You know, that's the grace of God. He 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 makes us, shapes us into the image of Christ. And so that's what I look at there. And so, I don't know, that's, that's my thoughts. Right I hate to go on a lot of tangents tonight, and I'm sorry about that. But, you know, this is a follow-up, and so that's the, that's the point. All right, so a disciple you know, this he's one of the ones that had this whole thing start in the first place for us going this route. Um, the initial question. Um, now, I don't understand this. Maybe somebody else could, but this is one of the follow. This is one of the questions that was posted on here. It's like considering Jews uh, worship the. He said, considering Jews worship the God of Abraham, how exactly are they worshiping a false god? So now, keep in mind, uh, whole issue with Martin Luther and the Jews is is issue of worship, not so much as. And I don't say not so much. It's not even the issue of them being Jew by by um, lineage. It's just the fact that they they deny Christ, and so in turn they worship a false god. And so they said, well, because they worship that God of Abraham, um, how exactly are they worshiping a false god? And now my response was that God of Abraham was Jesus. Do they worship Jesus as Messiah? That's my question. And um, to a question like that, that's just that's just my response. It's like the God of Abraham was Jesus. You know, and I believe that God gave that knowledge, even if they may they may not call him Jesus then, but gave that knowledge to those he called back then in the Old Testament to know who the Messiah is. They hope for the Messiah, just like Jesus said. He said, Abraham hoped to see me, see my day. So that means Abraham had an idea of who the son of God would be, you know, and and hope to see his day, hope for that, you know, um, had faith in God and all that, trusted God with all that. And so um, I really believe that if Jews really paid attention, if they looked at the scriptures, then they too would see, or by God's grace, by his spirit, would see that Jesus is truly the Messiah. So do they worship Jesus? And if they don't worship Jesus, then they have a false God. And they do, because Jesus is God in the flesh. And so, um, and he said he had, to, he had to link me to MacArthur. So I'm not familiar with what MacArthur said concerning that. And um, I have to look into it. Um, so maybe he could have linked me to it or, or something, but he didn't. He didn't send me a link. But maybe one of you can send me a link if you see something like that or whatever, um, or something that Mark MacArthur may have said about that subject concerning the Jews. And my, and my comment wasn't saying that um, 
all Jews are destined to hell. I believe that God do have a elect um elective Israel, just like um Revelation talks about. You know, there's gonna be those from Israel who will be saved. You know, the remnant. They will be saved. And so I mean I'm not I wasn't arguing that all Jews weren't saved or weren't gonna be saved. But when it comes to who they worship, if they don't if they don't have Christ, they're not worshiping the true God. You know, that doesn't mean the Lord couldn't change their heart until they do so, you know. So that's the point there. And um and I said, and I and I so I said I said you could. I said, but that wouldn't take away from Jesus saying in John eight twenty four. Therefore, I said to you that you would die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am, I am He, you would die in your sins. And now He was saying that like to Pharisees, other Jews. And so I was like, well, if Jesus said this to them. This would go for everyone, everyone. This would go for all everybody, you know, and not just for Jews today, but Jews back then too. And then he said, you can be worshiping the right God the wrong way, a.k.a. You still, you're still in trouble. That's literally all the Old Testament. And I'm like, but that wasn't the argument. Like, the argument wasn't whether they were worshiping the right God or not. You know, Israel got in trouble a lot of times for worshiping idols. Even like, think about, think about the golden calf. When Moses, and I thought this was very interesting about that situation. When Moses went up to Mount Sinai and he was gone for that the length of time that he was gone, Israel, they did make a golden calf. But but what did they say that golden calf was? Who did they say that golden calf was? They said that golden calf was the God of Israel who freed them from Egypt. They referenced that calf as being the God of Israel who freed them. So, yeah, what happened to him? Just for worshiping the wrong way. And God called that idol worship. He called that idol worship, idolatry. Even though they called that God the same God that freed them. You know, and so, it's, you know, I, I just feel like that was, you know, that was just the empty argument there. But um, anyway, dealing with this whole thing. Oh, let's see here. Let me Let me address this here. Now he uh, he asked he put another comment he left a couple comments, but he said he said ask an actual Jew if it is and he's talking about whether or not Martin Luther is anti-Semitic, and he says ask an actual Jew if it is and I bet they look at you like you're crazy, and laugh out loud or law or something like simple to say, he he drops stuff beyond fronting on their faith. I mean man I, I don't know what to tell you, and so this is the thing. Um, I asked, I said, what stuff did he do, did he drop beyond fretting on their faith? And I'm just using his language, which, which I'm basically asking, what else did he say other than dealing with their faith? Because everything I read was basically dealing with stuff, you know, dealing with it because he was against what they was believing and what they was worshiping and how they come against Christians. And he said he was saying some other stuff beyond that. And I'm like, okay, what other stuff did he say? And I said, where's the source so I can examine it? And so he said, he said, dude. You just read it. Reread it then. <laughs> he said, I don't know. He said, I don't know how you filtered out whatever and what you read in your mind. Laugh out loud. And I'm like, I, I was very clear. And when I was doing this, when I pulled it up, I showed you all what I used. I Googled and I typed in the, the uh, I typed in the word burn. And the reason why is because this is what people always reference concerning Martin Luther. They always reference his anti-Semitism tied to him saying 
that he, that people should burn down their burn down their schools and their synagogues. That's what I. That's what everybody referenced. They don't reference any other thing that that I've heard. And I'm like, okay. I looked that up, and I looked up the context. We we read through this 44 minutes or 43 minutes of me reading prior to where that where those words come in and afterwards to give context into what he's saying and why he's saying it. So if if anyone's filtering, it has to be the one listening to what I'm saying and, and not seeing them actually just reading the context. Now, I leave myself open for missing something. That's why I ask for somebody to reference it, to send it. Where's the source so I can examine it? Okay, you say, well, I read it. Well, you saw that, no, I actually just typed in the word, found the word, you know, Google found it in the, in the um, book, and I just went from there as far as searching the pages. But I made it clear, and there's no secret that I didn't read that whole book. I don't have the book. Uh, maybe I'll buy it one day, but that was, that's the only reason why I was referencing that portion. And so if there's something in the book that's missing, that I missed in there, where it's like he said something more than just burn down the synagogues and their schools, well, then I'm asking for it. And then to have the reply, you just read it, reread it then. I was like, like I think, I, I don't know, stuff like that, I feel like it's a cop-out. And, I, you know, I, I do. Because I'm asking, if I'm asking for you to send me it, I'm not asking to be combative. I'm asking to send me because if you watch the video, then you know that I only looked at, what I looked at was limited. I didn't have a full PDF copy of the book. It was it was Google. I look at it and I was doing a Google search by one word. And so there's possibility that I could have missed something. Once again, this channel is about truth. You know, what is truth? And so send it to me. And I asked for that. And that was, you know, that was brushed off. And I and I didn't you know, the only thing I said after that was, okay, thanks for watching. Because there's nothing more I can say then. It's like you you're you're saying I missed something or I sound you're accusing me of filtering things out by what I read in my mind. You know, whatever I read in my mind, it's like, okay, you accuse me of something, but there's no way to substantiate it because you you won't even engage with it. And I'm like, okay, all right, hey, there ain't no more we can do here at that point. So that was it for that comment. Now, this was the big one. This was the big one, and I'm going to address it. And Because um, you can look, you probably read the comments on it, and you're like, man, you know, Jamal's attitude here, A, B, and C. But let me give some context, and let me um, hopefully give a better understanding of how I was really feeling during the time I was right, um, responding to these comments here, this string of comments. And this would be the, this probably the last one I go over as far as uh, follow-up. So, he was very honest with me, Disciple 313. He said, bro, I'm not going to front. I lost a bit of respect for you hearing how you tried to justify some of this stuff. Now, very first thing, automatically I'm looking at, okay, I'm okay with you saying you lost a little respect for me. But if it was for the case that I actually did justify something. And so I'm like, okay, well, where did I justify anything? Like, where did I, where did I justify my video? Last of saying, I even mentioned it again in this video. Where did I justify that it was okay or justify him burning down or wanting to burn down, not burning down? Because he actually, none of this stuff that he pushed for actually happened. Like nobody burnt down their synagogues or schools. None of that stuff ever happened. But this is stuff that he was pushing for. So where did I justify him pushing for these things to happen? You know, I didn't, I, nowhere. Only thing I was saying was that it wasn't because he was racist against them that's the only thing i was saying 
that this wasn't because it was racist. Now I wasn't saying, well, we need to, we don't, need, we need to overlook this because it wasn't racist. Like, no, the claim that I was dealing with was, was he racist against Jews? Period. That's the question. Was he racist? The answer is no. He wasn't racist towards the Jews. Was he hateful towards the Jews? Now, if that was the title of my of my um post of my video. Then we'll have something. Was he hateful against the Jews? I would say I would have to say yes. Like man, he was like, he was hateful towards those Jews, and not just the Jews, but the Anabaptists and the Papists too. Anybody who taught a false doctrine at the time, he was hateful towards. At the time and later on in his life, he was like really frustrated. Like he wasn't having it. So yeah, like he had he should have been checking his heart. Like he should, people should have been holding him accountable, and maybe they were, you know. But what he wrote there was very hateful, very hateful. He didn't love his enemy, like my brother, um, Lord of Harvest said. So yeah, but that wasn't what the topic was in my video. But anyway, he says, um, he said I listened to he said I listened to different books on Martin Luther and the Reformation biographies, bro. Even they openly admitted he was in his later years. This this not even disputed, dude. I'm like, yeah, it, it is disputed. Because there are people who disagree with him being anti-Semitic, even in his later years. Um, there, are, there are no people who disagree the fact that he wrote what he wrote, because it's, you can read what he wrote. But there is a dispute whether it's related to anti-Semitism. That is a dispute. That is not general consensus. Um, and so, and that's the reason why, I mean, we wouldn't be having this conversation if it wasn't, if it was disputed. If it was actually like a like a known thing, like no, there's no evidence that can stand against that fact, then we wouldn't be having this conversation. Um, I wouldn't even be doing a review of that at all. You know, we wouldn't even be talking about Martin Luther. Um, but there is a dispute there. That's why we're dealing with it, and we are talking about his later years. Uh, so yeah, and then it says the same people who who will highlight what King said will acknowledge this. Um, difference being that his theology was tighter and what he did for Christendom. All right, so this is where he kind of like this is where we have the where people you know, and I don't think he's not making a he's not making a shot here at me. He's basically saying people who will um will go against what King said will still acknowledge this about Martin Luther, but they just know that his theology was tighter. But that's once again that goes off to the premise that I actually justify what he did, or actually, you know, or actually was proof that it is anti-Semitism, and I just you know went against it. Now he did make a comment. Um, he did make a comment, giving a definition of anti-Semitism, and it was interesting. I'm gonna I'm skip through this real quick, just to not uh, go to another comment. So he 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 gave a definition of he said anti-Semitism, hostility toward or discrimination uh, discrimination against Jews as a religious or racial group. Now, if that is the definition that you go off of, then that would have some weight concerning the video I did because if you could be anti-Semitic based on someone's religion, then that that could be that could be what Martin Luther was then. But when you look up the word anti-Semitic. It is as follows, relating to or characterized by anti-Semitism, feeling or showing hostility toward or discrimination against Jews as a cultural, racial, or ethnic group. So, in my video, or on my video, the thumbnail says Martin Luther, anti-Semitic. And then in my actual title, was Martin Luther racist against Jews? So I made it clear what I was talking about, what I was dealing with. 
as far as what in the, and how I was defining my terms. Anti-Semitic, dealing with them as a people, as just being Jew, not what they practice as religion. Um, and so that's what it was. Now, there are different definitions for anti-Semitism. There's, there are some definitions that, hope that bring religious, that put religious in there, and some that take religious out. But the, the base of the word Semitic or Semitism is dealing with a people group. They're not dealing with a religion because you can be, you could be a um, Jew and not even, like you could be, uh, you could practice Judaism and not even be a um, Jew by, uh, by family ties. You know, you could be converted into Judaism, proselyte. So, I mean, that wouldn't make sense. That wouldn't be anti, that wouldn't be anti-Semitic or anti-Semitism. But the fact that they are Jews by lineage makes it that. And it's only Jews. It's only some, those of Semitic um, backgrounds, Semitic languages, and cultures. And so that definition would make sense for it to be as a religious group. It be more it makes more sense being an ethnic group. So that's what we're dealing with here. And so you know, just didn't get that. But anywho, um, so I I responded with this. I said I would really I would really love to hear where I tried to justify burning down buildings and the such. I was simply showing how this, how his methods weren't because he was racist, not that they were justified. I've asked in two different videos, including this one, for people to send me links or resources that you believe would be beneficial. I based this video off of his own book, just like I based my videos of MLK off of his own words. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to demonstrate that I gave equal scales to both. It's already went over already. And I asked him, please send me the links to the books you've read, if you like. This subject is still one of one of dispute, which is why I'm doing the video in the first place. I'm examining the claim against the source from which it was derived. There was only one objective in this video to address the claim of racism against Martin Luther. That was it. I've been very, just being very forthcoming with that. I don't know how any clear I can make that. And then he said... You're saying you're saying it like it's up in the air when you started the video with your conclusion already made. He said, I'm gonna be real with you from a distance, not saying that it was your intent, you seem to have confirmation bias. Now, confirmation bias by definition is that I've already I already have my opinion formed and I'm giving new information and because of uh, because of my already formed opinion, I look at that based on that bias. I look at new information based on that bias. But I mentioned in a video where I've read this before. This isn't the first time I've seen that word. Now, Martin Luther King stuff, that was my first time looking through his stuff. But with Martin Luther, I've dealt with this subject prior to making this video. I'm just now getting around to making a video about it. But I've been looked at this stuff. I mentioned in the video. I said, I've seen this before. I had a conversation about this before with a friend of mine. And, um, and I presented the same issues to him or the same argument to him. So this wasn't confirmation bias, as I've already dealt with this stuff before. It would be confirmation bias if I took the resources he read and formed my conclusion based off of what I already believed prior to reading it. Even if it shows something different, that would be confirmation bias. But not given the opportunity to even show that I could even be remotely confirmation using confirmation bias because he didn't send me any links. And so I don't know what books he read. He just said he read a couple of books and some biographies. But I don't know what he read, so, you know, that's that. He said, like if I compare this to the King vids, with King, it's like you was 
kick out of you uh oh, I guess I got a kick out of highlighting how off he was to where it it got semi nitpicky. And see that, that so there was so much like man, there was so much more I could have wrote about King. So much. Um, but it would have been overkill. And so a lot of stuff that I was looking at King was like real new to me. Like I, I it was new to me concerning the issue of communism. Like, I really didn't have to do anything dealing with communism, really, because that wasn't really what I initially wanted to address with. But it was such a, it was such an interesting issue because dealing with the whole woke church movement and how they push on, how they pull from King and so on and so forth. It's like, man, you're looking into it like, man, like even the whole reason behind King's movement for civil rights was based off a communistic idea, you know, idealism. But God still used it for good. And that's the wonderful thing. It's like, man, I give God glory. Like, God used that for good, you know. But that's just reality of it. And even I even get into the fact that, like, Martin Luther King, like, people consider him a Christian. But his whole his whole inspiration for being for doing civil rights movement like he did was because of his um his his uh inspired being inspired by Mahatma Gandhi. You know, he he mentioned Jesus Christ, but the main thing he he really look to Mahatma Gandhi the most concerning how he went about his movement, you know? So, you know, and that's that, you know, I mean, that's just, you know, just something like, man, if I want to be nitpicky, I could have went all those places, but I mean, I wasn't trying to be nitpicky, you know, but, you know, and he said it seemed like that, but, you know, yeah. oh, well, but that's what I needed. Like, yeah, I highlighted it. I want to make it clear. People know why we reject him as a Christian, you know, like he's not a Christian. You know, I don't, I'm, I'm really, really, really hesitant to say that he was a Christian. And so, um, anyway, he said, uh, here, he said, here with Martin Luther, he's saying, here stuff got more messed up as you went, as you went and kept explaining it away. It didn't seem unbiased. He said, that's just my opinion. Not trying to front on you, bro. At the end of the day, what they said is what they said. And I said, okay, now I appreciate the fact that he said, hey, you know, it may not be your intent. This is my opinion, but it's still the accusation is made, you know. And so it's like, man, I, I wonder when I'm doing videos, if I'm, when I'm doing these kind of discussions, are people hearing me? Like, do people listen? And because if you listen to what I was saying, then it's like, what was I explaining away? You know, what was I explaining away? What was I trying to justify? Because he already said, I, you know, it's not like I'm trying to justify things and so on and so forth in another comment or in that same, or in the same comment. So it's like, oh, not the same comment, the comment before. So I'm like, you know, where am I trying to justify this stuff? Where am I explaining it away? Where is this? And when I asked him for, like, for a resource or for a time step or something, when I asked for, hey, where was it said? Can you, can you give me a source, anything like that? He dodges it. He doesn't want to give it to me. So I was like, okay. So my response was this, and this was my opinion. And I said, honestly, bro, I, I believe you want to disagree for the fun of it. You are indeed entitled to your opinion, as am I. And so that's just being fair. It's like, hey, that's your opinion. You know, that's what it seems to me. I believe this. You want to disagree for the fun of it. Because the thing is, you're when you when you say that somebody's have confirmation bias, but you're not giving you're not giving a uh, you're not even giving an example of how that is. And I would have, I mean, a time step would have been great because then I could listen back to it and say, okay, you know what? I can see where he got that from. Like, I can see where he got that from. But so basically, I had to listen to a whole 44 minutes again for you to, for me to see if what you were saying was even valid. Well, you can just give me a time step. You heard it. 
you know where it was at. And he's like, okay. Or even if you didn't know the timestamp, you're like, well, when you mentioned this statement, it seemed like it was confirmation bias. Or when you mentioned this statement, it felt like you were just being like you like just being nitpicky or you were explaining it away. Okay, cool. So I, therefore, I know where to look at. I can just go in timestamp. I can go. I go back in my video and I find where I said such and such. And I'll try to see, okay, does this really sound like me trying to explain it away? Maybe he's right. Maybe I was. Let me look at it. But none of that was offered. And I was like, when you, when you, when you do stuff like that, it's like, okay, well, you, you know, you're not helping the situation at that point. You're just saying you're making a claim, but you're not giving anything behind it. And it's kind of hard to follow. And so that's where it was like, okay, I, you know, especially now this is off of other comments. It's after other comments we had, not of this one thread, but he left several comments. And so I'm like, this is why I came to this conclusion of saying this, that he disagreed for the fun of it. Not because it's one thread, but there was multiple comments that were left on this one. Um, not with, Honestly, not just this one video, but other videos, too. You know, and so that's why I said that. And that's just my opinion. You know, he, he told me before when I started this, when I started this series, he said he was going to give pushback. And I'm like, hey, I'm welcome pushback. Bring it. You know, and so and he did it. He held to his word. He brought pushback. And so, hey, and here we are. You know, but when when I'm asking for a source and I'm asking for stuff like that, and then I'm get then I get the response I get. It's like I I don't know if I have a conversation, man. And even after he in a, our previous comment, after um I asked him for a source so I can examine it, he responded the way he did. Well, reread it. Like you you did you read the source, reread it then. And I'm like, okay, thanks for watching. Yeah, like, he didn't respond back and say, hey man, I didn't mean that, man. I'm just saying, man. Like none of that. So I'm like, okay, well, I just think you just want to disagree. You know, and this is an emotional topic, you know, when I mean, you talk about people's heroes. And I'm not saying Martin Luther King was really a hero for him or anything like that. I'm just saying this is an emotional topic. This is this is some this is some weighty ground we're stepping on here, you know, and it and it deserves care. It does. So all of it's understandable. And so. I did say that I believe he disagreed for the fun of it. I said you are indeed tied to your opinion, as am I. However, the facts are one. There was no secret that I had already had a conclusion in this matter. I mentioned in a video how I dealt with this subject in the past. MLK was something I dealt with before, as well as, as well, except for the issue of communism. That was fairly new to me. That's what it was. That's why it was more shocking. And I, two, I mentioned in the video that Martin Luther was calling for action in ways that Jesus would not have approved of. Approved for false teachers. Jesus never called for the burning of property. Property or taking their money from them in order to convert. I made it three, I made it abundantly clear what the focus what that focus of this video was. So to ignore the distinctions that I made and accuse me of explaining something away is dishonest. I mean that's it. You know, that, that's it. I mean I made distinctions. They said if it were racism, then why would he want to give them financial assistance once they converted to Christianity? I mean you know during the civil rights movement there were whites who knew that there were black Christians. I mean, they, they, they despised them, but they knew there were Christians who worshiped Jesus. They weren't ignorant to that. KKK, burned, that's why they burned down churches. They knew there were blacks who were worshiping Jesus. But what they do, they still burnt down them churches. Bomb churches. Racism. Hatred because they were black. So we see real racism. We know what racism looks like. But Martin Luther was saying, hey, we're, we're going we're gonna to tear up their stuff. And then, guess what? We're going to take that money from them, but then if they, come to, if they come to be a Christian, then we'll give them money. We'll give them a job. You know? We'll give them a job so they can take care of their family. You know? It's like, yeah, so you, so you see he's, he's thinking that he's actually trying to do the right thing in this, but it's like, man, like, your methods are wrong, dude. You know, but that's not racism. You know? Ain't nobody who's racist would do that. 
Is it anyway? Um, wait, 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 wait. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's obvious that his hatred was for what they taught and not because of their ethnicity. The more people ignore this, the more people ignore this, the further people will be moved from the truth. And I believe that. You know, I, I talked to a guy on, on Facebook. I'm, I'm not going to read the comment. But he literally, when I brought up to him, when he looked at the issue, and he's like, he didn't even watch the video. I don't think he watched the video. But it was like, when I, the question is, was well, Martin Luther racist towards the Jews? And he, his, his response to, or comment was, I bet you're going to say he wasn't. <laughs> and I'm like, well, if I say he was, then there's reason. If I say he was racist, then there's a reason for me saying it. If I say he wasn't racist, then there's a reason for me saying that. Hey, best thing to do is check out the video and see what the argument is. But his response was, well, based on what other Catholics was doing at that time, and Martin Luther, I believe that he, I just believe that it was true. See, that's just what people do. And I'm not, this is not the case with disciple, but some people just want to believe this about Martin Luther just because it fits a narrative. And that's just, that's just the reality of it. It's an emotional subject. They just believe it to fit a narrative. And that's, that's so dishonest, man. And I, like, really, if somebody holds something like that, man, it's like, that means they don't care about the truth. And I really, it's hard to trust someone like that. It's like, you know, like, you won't be honest. Like, what are you going to be honest with? What do you draw the line with? With evidence and facts and, you know, what makes sense, logical conclusions and so on and so forth. Like, you know, that's what I love about Christianity because we're rooted and grounded in truth. Jesus says he's the way, the truth, and the life. So all truth is God's truth. And so that's what we're standing on. And so, anyway, it leads further from the truth. And I said, ver- no, number four, I said verse four. Uh, four, with MLK, there was a lot to look at concerning his views from his own words. Shoot, there was a lot more I could have read from, but it would have been overkill. And so, like, I already kind of went over this already. It said, the, um, it said the, the quote, he said, when it came to Martin Luther, people only quote from the Jews and their lies. And they only refer to the portion where he said that Jews, uh, synagogues, and schools should be burned. That's the only thing people refer to. They say that it's because he hated Jews in the way that whites hated blacks back in the day. This is the nature of their rejection of Luther. This is why I was addressing this in the video. Once again, where did I attempt to justify his rhetoric? I even said that he was in error for thinking that those methods could somehow convert Jews to be Christian. Give me a time step or something, and I'll gladly do a follow-up video dealing with it. There was no time step given. He gave a response. He gave a response upset because I said that he was um, disagreeing for the fun of it. And so that that's basically it. Like his rest of the response, you can read the response. The comments is there, public review. But he basically got upset from here for me saying that basically that saying that I accused him of trolling. And I, uh, you know, when I say disagree for the fun of it, I wasn't saying was necessarily trolling. I mean, I've dealt with trolls, and I wouldn't say he was trolling. Uh, disagreeing for the fun of it is just being dis- just disagreeing. Like I know a guy. Who disagrees for the fun of it, for real? Like, he really disagrees for the fun of it. You know, and I won't say he's a troll, but that's what he does. He just disagrees. You know, he's got his own mind. He thinks for himself. But I know trolls when I see him, and I wouldn't say the disciple was a troll. But that's how he took it. And um, at that point, you know, he got offended. And so that was that. And I defended my my uh, view on that, you know, tried to bring it back. And he was kind of through after that anyway. So that was just kind of the end of that conversation. And it was just unfortunate. Because I, I, you know, I like to have back and forth in conversations. But when when you get to a point where we can't reason dealing with the facts, then there's really nothing else we can. Go, there's no there's nowhere else we can go from there, and that's just the reality of it. So that was unfortunate, uh, but that's just an example of how that went.
But um, yeah. So let me see if I'm still. Let's see what's going on here. All right. All right. So what's going on, Nathan? Ivan, what's up, brother? So yeah, that's it. Um, that's the follow up. Um, once again, that video was dealing with the fact was he racist against Jews. That's what we're talking about there. Um, if you want to do a subject about whether or not his his stuff was hateful or warranted, then I would definitely agree with everybody. I think we all would agree that it wasn't warranted. We all would agree that it was sinful. We all agree that it was hateful. It was hateful rhetoric. Hateful rhetoric. That is not how Jesus called us to deal with false teachers by burning down their synagogues and schools or taking their money from from them or refusing from them to travel down certain roads and so on and so forth just because they worship a different God. Like, man, Martin, I say this in the video. If Martin Luther lived in the United States today with the ideas he had then, he would call us all heretics. Martin Luther would think we were soft Christians. He's like, yeah, how dare y'all? Y'all got these Muslims across the street. You got these other witnesses over here and all this stuff. They blaspheming God and Y'all just sitting there comfortable letting them drive around in the States. Like Martin, man, Martin Luther would have a fit. He couldn't stay in the United States, man. <laughs> he would not survive here. <laughs> and that's reality. You know, he would see us as a, he would see us as heretics. Now we would I wouldn't see him as, I don't see him as a heretic. I just say he's like, man, he was he was messed up in his thinking. I don't think he was a heretic. But he would have considered us heretics. That's how he would feel about us. You know, that just shows the, the difference in time, you know, in in the times. But anyway. I hope that was helpful. I hope um, I explained myself well enough as I could concerning my, where I stood on these issues. And, um, and I'm looking forward to going forward across these troubled waters as we look into um, uh, 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 Jonathan Edwards and George Whitfield. This is, this is going to be great. It's going to be interesting. Um, uh, I know people who watch this channel or who disagree probably like, well, I'm not going to watch it because I already know what you're going to say. You're going to say they're not racist. You're gonna say that they're you know, they're gonna say that we're okay. They are Christians. They're brothers in the Lord. So I'm not gonna watch you. I get you. I get you. And you're well and you're right. That's your right. You don't have to. You know. I just think, me personally, when we're dealing with truth, and even if you disagree, it's good to hear what the other side has to say. You know, actually listen to what they're saying, and deal with the argument that's made. You know, even if you don't agree with it, deal with the argument. If there are holes in the argument. Find those holes, break them open, and, and fill them with some more truth. Fill them with truth. If there aren't holes in it, and you see there's some consistency there, well, then the only thing to do is accept it. You know, accept it. That's what we do. Anywho, remember everybody, this world is full of errors. But the only thing that the doctor prescribes is truth. Patrons, I'll be available for a quick moment on the uh, post show. And remember, we're having a Discord coming up soon. Uh, stay tuned for that. Also, once again, you can email me. You can call me on my number if you want to discuss this further with me. Support me on Patreon. Please, I thank you very much. If not, I appreciate your prayers. For just a dollar to get you on to the post show and the pre-show and everything. Uh, just check out the website and just let me know what you're thinking. You know, all that kind of good stuff. All right? Grace and peace. Prescribe truth, we giving you what the doctor ordered Jamal Bandy, apologist, the Lord's servant We undeserving, but Christ changed our mind frame In a world full of errors, the only thing the doctor prescribes is truth